This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. What a blessing to be here this morning. Amen. We thank God for this great time and this morning, this wonderful morning that we could be here in church and to come and celebrate the death, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And let me take this time to appreciate and acknowledge Apostle Theo for inviting me to be here this weekend. And I know that uh, God is going to bless us, all of us this morning. I have a great word that I believe God will minister to you. Your faith will rise up. You will be encouraged to face those challenges that Satan have, uh, uh, you know, under his sleeve. They will never prevail against your life because through this word, you're going to be an overcomer. You're going to be victorious. Can I get an amen this morning? Hallelujah. Well, we know that in two weeks' time, we will be celebrating Easter. And Easter is a very important celebration. Now, it's a time... Christians celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. When we talk about Easter, we're talking about that Jesus died, he was buried, and he rose from the dead. Now, for the people out there, they think that Easter is a matter of going on holiday. You know, it's a long, good uh, weekend, so we should go away, go to the coast, go somewhere to the park, and so forth. You know, but for us Christians, Easter, it's important. It's an important commemoration. We remember that our Lord Jesus Christ rose from the dead. Now, the resurrection of Jesus Christ happened after Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Now, when we look at the beginning of the church, when Jesus rose from the dead, and after 40 days, he ascended to heaven, and he left his church. The church was established, and we look at the beginning of the church, at the early church. We understand that they understood the importance of Easter. You know, the early church understood that Easter is pivotal to our salvation. You know, the fact that we are saved, we are born again, we are children of God. Easter is central to that. Now, they understood that if you take away Easter, you have actually taken away all Christianity. Christianity cannot exist without Easter. You know, if you take away Easter, you have taken away actually the power of Christianity. You know, because we exist and we have power because of Easter. Christianity then would become, without Easter, it would become like any other religion. And that is the reason why the mark of Christianity is the cross. You know, people having crosses, they would signify that I am a Christian. Now, Christianity, it's important. And the cross is central to Christianity. So, we understand that during Easter, Jesus paid the ultimate price for our salvation. And that is by dying at the cross for all of us. And so, 
Even as we will be celebrating Easter in two weeks' time, we need to understand the importance of Easter. You see, the early church understood that Easter is what should always be proclaimed, what we should always remember, and what we should always uphold in our lives because it helps us to understand our Christianity. Apostle Paul writes in, to the church in Corinth, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. We're going to read from verse 1 to verse 4. Now, let me give you a background of this book. You know, the Bible says here, or rather, when we look at Paul writing this, this letter, he's writing to a church in Corinth. And this church had many problems. This was a church which was riddled with problems, ranging from divisions in the church, you know, through lawsuits, and to sexual immorality. There was confusion about spiritual gifts and about the order of service, you know, just to name few of those problems. Now, Paul addressed all of those problems. He told them that, this is what I want you to do. Because some of them, they wrote him a letter and say, what about this? You know, what about taking our brother to court? What about this and that? So he answered right from the beginning of the chapter 1 of the book of Corinth, 1 Corinthians. He answers all their questions. Now, after he addressed all their challenges, in his closing remarks, he draws them back to what is important. And that is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's saying that I have addressed your issues, but let us come back to what is central. Let us come back to what will hold us together or what makes us Christians. You know, in, in Sesotho, if you go either to Free State or Lesotho and you look at their heart, you know, they build their heart uh, unique. They have a central pole. You know, Rivita Rikitsu. You know, the central pole of the heart. Now, the central pole, it's, it's holding the whole heart together. You know, if you remove that central pole, the whole heart will come crashing down. And I believe that the cross, it's like that. You know, the Bible talks about the cornerstone. In other buildings, it would be referred to as the cornerstone. You know, that this is the stone that is holding the building together. And so the cross and, and Easter, it's like the cornerstone or this, uh, the, 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 the center pole. Now, let's look at what Paul says to them. He's drawing them back to what will hold uh, the all Christianity together. And this is what he says in verse 1. He says, now I would remind you. Now, just there, listen to this. He says, I remind you. Remind you meaning I've told you before. You know, meaning that this is not for the first time that you're hearing this. You know, I've mentioned it to you before. 
He says, now I remind you, brothers. And also reminding them would mean that the way they were acting and the things that they were doing, it's like they have forgotten what is central to their Christianity. And so he's saying that, I want to remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received, in which you stand. He says, I want to bring you back to the gospel that you are standing on. And that is important. And he says in verse 2, by which you are being saved. By this gospel, you are being saved. If you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. He says, for I delivered to you as of first importance. Says this is critical. When I mentioned to you, uh, I mentioned the gospel to you, it was of first importance. You know, it was paramount. It was important. What I also received. Says that's a gospel that I received. You know, Paul is saying that I am apostle. I am doing all of this because of this gospel. And he's saying that I'm standing on this gospel. And this gospel is the one that is giving me victory. This is the gospel that is helping me to go out there and to win many battles. Now, what does he say? You know, now, look at the word received. And after that, it's a colon. Now, that is very much important. Because what follows is exactly what the gospel is all about. And so we will see here three important components to our gospel and what are those he says that christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures that is the first one the second one is that he was buried and the third one is that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures so we understand that this is the gospel that the early church preached. You know, and when you look at all these three components, it's what happened during Easter. It's what happened when Jesus died at the cross. So Easter was very central to their message. You know, they would not preach any other thing except bringing people or uh, 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 without bringing people to the center of Christianity. And so the, uh, the center of the cross of Easter. So we will receive the same power in the end times when we make the cross central to our Christian living. So this is what God is saying. He's saying that when we go back and we focus on the center of uh, Easter, we will receive the same power, the same power that they experience. It will be the power that will make us live a Christian, victorious Christian life. Now, to fully understand the meaning and the implication of Easter, we need to first understand each of these components. Firstly is the death of Jesus Christ. And we understand that there was the Passover. Now, the origin of Passover is in the deliverance of Israel from Egypt. You remember that they had spent 
over 400 years in Egypt, and most of, the, of those years were slaves. And as slaves, they could not do anything out of their free will. They were told when to go to bed. You know, they were told when to wake up. They were told what type of job they need to do. They had taskmasters who were inflicting them uh, heavy blows, and they were driven to do the work. And so they were slaves. And we remember that God said that I raised up, you know, he raised up Moses so that he can, now Moses, lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. Now we know that Moses performed quite a number of miracles, and ultimately God said that I am instituting this, the last plague, because I know that this is what will deliver you from Egypt. And so, uh, God says in Exodus chapter 12, verse 14, talking about the Passover. Now, he says that this day shall be for you a memorial day. Now, when God said this, it had not happened. You know, but he says to them that this shall be for you a memorial day. And you shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations as a statute forever. Yeah, he says that this will be forever. You shall keep it as a feast. So the children of Israel were to uh, hereafter to commemorate the Passover forever. Why? Because it is important. You know, that this is the day that they would be getting out of slavery. This is the day that they will be delivered. This is the day that they will start to begin and, and experience freedom for, uh, in their lives. Some of them, or rather all of them, had never ever experienced that freedom. And so God was saying that I'm giving you a freedom that you had never ever experienced. Now let's look at Exodus chapter 12 verse 2. Now this is what God says. He says, this man shall be for you the beginning of months. You know, the months where Passover will be. It says that it will be the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. So Passover is talking about a new start. You know, that the children of Israel were to start their lives all over again. They were to forget their old lives of slavery. You know, they were to begin a new life of freedom. And this is at the type of what we are to be today. You know, that when we celebrate Passover, we are celebrating a new beginning. We are saying that when Jesus came into our lives, my, my life began or experienced, I experienced a new beginning. It's a new start, meaning that my old life has gone, has passed away, you know, that I'm looking forward to a new life now. And that is why it's so important. You see, God knew what he was talking about when he said that this shall be a memorial for you forever. Meaning that we as Christians today, even as we celebrate Passover, we are saying, God, I thank you that I have a new life. 
I thank you that I can start all over again. I thank you that my old problems have disappeared, that I am entering in into a new life of freedom. Yes. Hallelujah. Now, listen to what God says. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, you know, still talking about the death of Jesus Christ. He says here, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And when we are in Christ, we are actually experiencing the Passover. And so when we are in Christ, we are a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Hallelujah. You see, when we are in Christ, the devil has no right to accuse you of your old life. You know why? Because your old life has passed away. So we need to say to the devil, you, you know what? You're speaking to the wrong man. You've got a wrong address because that man died long time ago. Now this is a new man. I am a brand new person in Christ Jesus. You know, why? Because there is a new beginning. There is a new start. And that is why we are to come before God and celebrate God for the Passover, for Easter, because there is a new beginning in our lives. Yeah. So a Christian life, it's about a new start in life. You forget about your old life of slavery to sin. You forget about your old life of bondage to sickness and disease. You forget about your old life of struggle. You know that now the struggle is over. You know, we are no longer struggling again. Amen? You know, but we are living a life of victory. You know, we are living a life of overcoming because we are more than overcomers in Christ. You know, that is what the Passover is all about. So we can see that this is very much important. Now, tonight, I will, be, I will be explaining more about the importance of the resurrection. You know, but when we look at Exodus chapter 12, from verse 3 to verse 11, the Bible talks and explains everything about the Passover. Now, the question is, how relevant is Passover? Or how relevant is Good Friday to us today? So the first thing that we need to understand in answering that question is that Jesus fulfilled Passover when he died at the cross. See, that is why he died on the day of Passover. Because he was saying that the children of Israel were slaughtering lambs on that particular day and uh, they were making sure that they were fulfilling and celebrating their deliverance from Egypt, but God knew that that was just a ceremony, that it was a, a shadow of the real. The real was when Jesus died at the cross for us, for you and I. Amen? And so Jesus fulfilled Passover when he died at the cross. He suffered that you and I would not suffer anymore in hell. His suffering produces power that enables us to live a victorious life. You see, that is why Paul emphasized uh, this Passover because he knew that that's where our victory 
it's coming from. That is where our power is coming from. Now in Romans chapter 1 verse 16, he says this, For I am not ashamed of the gospel. Now we have learned what the gospel is all about. You know, it's about Jesus' death, his burial, and resurrection. He says, I'm not ashamed of that. Why? Because it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. Amen? Can we say this together? The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is the power of God because I believe. Now, he says that it is the power of God to those who believe, you know, for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Now, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 17 and 18, it says, For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, and not with words of eloquent wisdom, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. So what implication are we seeing here, or this verse has? It, it, it shows that the cross has power. So that is why it says that I did not just preach a words of, of human wisdom, but I preached the cross. If I had just preached words of human wisdom, I would have emptied the cross of its power. In other words, you wouldn't have experienced the power of God. Yeah. So he says in verse 18, For the word of the cross is fully to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Hallelujah. So the cross is the power of God. The cross produces power to overcome. You know, that is why when you talk about the cross, you talk about the blood of Jesus, you talk about what Jesus did at the cross, the devil cannot withstand that. You know, when you rise up and you say that this is what Jesus did for me, in the name of Jesus, I have power over you. I have power over you, Satan. You cannot attack me. You cannot prevail against my life because of what Jesus did at the cross. The devil will pack and go because he knows that you know your power. And that is why the cross, the message of the cross, is important. Now, the second thing that we see here, we saw the first thing is Jesus dead, dying at the cross. The second thing that is important about Easter is Jesus' burial. You know, you can ask yourself, why was burial, Jesus' burial emphasized? And why was his burial important? It was important because it proved when he, he was buried for three days and three nights, it proved that Jesus had actually died. Because according to the Jewish culture, a person has to at least die. You know, he must have uh, died for three days for him. You know, that everybody should be uh, sure that, yeah, really, this person is dead. You know, that it's not that the pulse was low or, you know, he just fainted. No, he really died. And so Jesus died to prove he spent three days and three nights dead. And that was a confirmation that he has he, he, he died. And the second thing that we see about the burial of Jesus is that 
when he died and his body was buried, that at the same time, his spirit went to hell. And he suffered in hell for you and I. So when they emphasize the burial of Jesus, they're emphasizing that that is what would have happened to you had you, not, had you died without Christ. That you would have gone to hell. But Jesus for three days and three nights went to hell and he died and he suffered in hell for you and I so that we would not have to go there. You know, Jesus said this. They said, can you give us a sign? And he said that there is no sign that I can give you except the sign of just like Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the fish, that the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the belly of the earth. And we know that that is hell. You know, so he, the burial of Jesus was important because it talked about Jesus going to hell and redeeming us, paying the price for us. And so, the last thing, which is the third thing, is the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, that is also important to the gospel. Because when he paid the price, when Jesus rose from the dead, it was a proof that he paid the price in full. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 4, verse 25, who, referring to Jesus, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. So Jesus was crucified for our sins, but he was raised for our justification. When we were fully justified, when Jesus paid the price in full, he was raised from the dead. You know, when the father was satisfied that Jesus now paid the full price, that's when Jesus rose from the dead. And so the early church preached and believed in the resurrection of Jesus Christ because it was emphasizing our victory. Had Jesus not resurrected, his death would have meant nothing. There wouldn't be any power to the cross. The cross would not have shown its power. There wouldn't be any efficacy of the cross. Easter would mean, wouldn't mean anything powerful to us today. Now today we can receive forgiveness of, uh, of sin because Jesus rose from the dead. You know, Jesus rose from the dead to guarantee that we receive all benefits of his death at the cross. You know, the small illustration that I can make is that maybe if you have a father and your father wrote a will that this is what you're going to get, and from there he died, and uh, after he died, and, and after some time maybe you go and uh, uh, you go before the magistrate or the lawyer and you are told that this is what the father has uh, slept for you, and this is what you're supposed to have, and then all of a sudden, you see your father showing up. And your father saying that, hey, Mr. Lawyer, please make sure that he gets everything that I wrote about him. You know? And that is exactly what Jesus did. You know, that Jesus died. He wrote a will. You know, like we are gathered here this morning. We are here to read the will. 
You know, and you know what? Jesus rose from the dead to make sure that everything that he wrote about you on the wheel, it happens. You know, that you get it. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says that the apostles went everywhere preaching the gospel and the Lord went with them, confirming the word. You know, making sure that what was written in the word comes to pass. You know, and that's exactly what is he do, he's doing today. So he rose from the dead so that you and I can, can experience the power of God. And so that is why Easter is important today. And so today we can live our victorious life because we know that Jesus died at the cross, Jesus was buried, and Jesus rose on the third day so that we can have victory. And so when you go about and, and thinking about Easter, celebrating Easter, you can say, God, I thank you for the victory. God, I thank you for the success. God, I thank you for Easter because that is my power against all challenges. I am more than a conqueror because of Easter. I am victorious because of Easter. I am successful because of Easter. I know that everything worked together because of Easter. I know that all is well because of Easter. Hallelujah. Praise God. Can, can, can we say this together? You know, can we say, Father God, I thank you for Easter. I thank you for what you did when you died at the cross for me. You gave me new life. When you rose from the dead, you, you made it a point that I experienced my full life. I thank you and I appreciate you for the life that you have given me. Thank you, God. I will always acknowledge Easter because it is important in my life. Thank you, God. Amen. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com.